0: Rosie Thomas. I'm your host, Rosie Thomas. Welcome to another edition of Rosie's Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie's Add-ons. Rosie's Mind.
1: What, what is Rosie thinking?
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, this one I think is really important, something I learned, or came to my, came to mind because of our son. And what I want to title it is, I want uh, to beat them at coming to their own false conclusions by filling in the blanks before they come to their own false conclusions. That's a long title. I didn't mean to title it that, <laughs> <laughs> that's not ti- that's, let's just take out the title. I want us to beat them to coming to their own conclusions, their own false conclusions. And how do we do that? We fill in the blanks for them before they get there and come to the wrong ones. Does that make sense? I think so. Uh, Let's beat them at coming to their own. No.
1: I, I don't know. E- explain it. And then okay. we'll, we'll all we'll all together come up with the title.
0: Okay. All right. So I'm driving on the road with our then five-year-old son. Who at the time was doing a lot of uh, uh, magic for people, which was really darling. To the final countdown, and then you come out, welcome, but uh, everybody, put your hands together for Buster Presto Change-O and his assistant Alvy the monkey. And they would do, you know, performances for uh, neighbors, family, their friends, and it was awesome and endearing. And I definitely, I didn't stage mom it either. I was very proud of myself. If they fumbled, just let them do their thing. Um, didn't get in the way. It was very cute. Anyways, he was, <clears throat> seemed that he was interested in it, right, Choop? And so we kept getting him a, more magic stuff and um, teaching, you know, learning new tricks or whatever. And then one day I'm driving the car and Lil Buster says, Mama, from the back seat, Mama, if I never wanted to do magic again, would that be okay? And I had to stop for, I was, well, I didn't stop because I was driving, but I was thinking, what, is he, what does he mean by this? It's a bigger question, I think, than... I think it's a, it's a big moment here. And it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh. Does he think he... Because, he, you know, he gets a lot of applause and praise for it. And, oh, isn't he cute and, and clever? And all of a sudden it hit me. I said <laughs> from the front seat, Buster! You don't ever have to do magic again! Ever, son! <clears throat> ever! I mean, you're good at it. But that's not what makes you special. You know? You don't have to do that to be special, son. You already are special. You already are impressive. We're already proud of you, son, for who you are. And you are seen by us by just being you. And I think I got it because I looked through the rear view mirror, you know, at him. He went, and he had this like tiny grin on his face. Of relief, you know, man. Like it was like relief, and he said, "Okay, Mama. Okay." It was awesome, and I felt like I, 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 I saw what he was trying to <clears throat> get at and put together in his five-year-old, you know, heart and mind. And then the craziest thing happened. I started to cry, like it just—I started like bawling, you know. And they didn't see this. And I'm driving. I'm sure other people did, but. Um, I thought, what's going on, Rosie? Why is, what's what's triggered, what's going, what what pierced you, you know? And then something really crazy came to mind, um, how I came to my own false conclusions with my father, Papa Tom. When I was little, my dad was a, a great musician and still is a great musician, and he was performing music all of his life, and my parents sang on the weekends, and it was just music in our family. It was just a given, you know, and. And I told my dad, Dad, I want to be famous, I told him. And he said, Oh, a lot of people do. Um, It's, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be, Roseanne. But, yeah, you should, you know, we could, uh, you could start performing and stuff, which I started doing. And I noticed that when I did, when I sang with my dad, when I learned guitar, when I, um, when he realized I could carry a pretty tune, um, When I was in musicals, when I got my record deal, my dad was so proud and I felt really seen by him. And I came to this false conclusion. And it started as a little girl, well before the record deal. My dad sees me when I do big things, my dad sees me when I perform, my dad sees me when I, um, achi- achievement, when I do great things and posters would go on the walls, right? When I did a show or, um, <clears throat> when I was in a musical, the poster would go on the wall. My dad would just talk and talk and talk about it. Doesn't surprise me. He'd say, Rosie got the lead. I never got the lead. Did I get, I was Miss Hannigan and Annie. That wasn't the lead. I did not make the cut for Annie. I was a great Miss Hannigan. Are you kidding? It was amazing. I, st- I stole the show. Hit it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, little girls, little everywhere I t- you turn, I can see them. How I hate little socks, little something, uh, each little bloomer. Some women are sitting on diamonds. Uh, okay, that's right. enough. <laughs> really stole the show. Okay, and I I, I, I add all these bits to what is that? What is that when you're upstaging? Adelaide. No, you're oh, yeah. upstaging. I did it all the time. <laughs> upstaged this one, upstaged quite a bit. Yeah. Um. You. you sang, I apologize, any One of those performances.
1: You sang tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I was like, thank <laughs> good, you got to." I just came out, and started singing with her. <laughs> I got this. Um. Uh. But anyways, oh, the uh, Annie was great. She was perfect for it. She she was. Oh my gosh, Ali- Alicia, Alicia. Her name was Alicia. What was her last name? Anyways, we actually oh, had this- a dog in it. little dog. Um, No helicopter landed in uh, Stevenson High School, though. That was a bummer. We were really pushing for that. Back to my Papa Tom father. I recognized right then and there that I had spent many years coming to false conclusions. And I guess what? I carried those little girl false conclusions into my adult life. And everything was about going big, and everything was about high pressure, and everything was about high stakes, and everything was about high expectations on myself. The more I did, the more I was seen. The more I pushed myself, the more I would be loved. The more worth I would have. The more brave I was, the more... um, Noticed. Noticed, yeah. Praised. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think I started bawling. Because just like... Just like little Buster at five, I think it's—it's going to sound. I don't think it'll sound creepy because I think about this all the time. It's very normal for me to picture my younger self with me a lot. We talk a lot <laughs> together. <laughs> we become buds, you know. I, I mother her now, but what I think she was actually saying, or the little m- little me, this probably sounds a bit psycho, psychotic. Well, Psych- psycho just me. a tiny psycho. <laughs> tiny psych. (laughs) But what I think that was, was maybe little Rosie saying, when will I ever be enough? Why do we always have to do such big things? Can I just be, can I just be, and and am I seen, can I just be loved and seen and noticed without doing, being so big and larger, larger than life? That's why I started bawling because i had it all wrong all these years. I thought that little girl was always saying, got to be brave, Rose. We've got so much more to do, Rose. Got to keep going. Got to be impressive, Rosie. And I think what she was saying was the same thing my, my little boy was asking that day is, is it okay if I didn't want to do those things? Would I still have worth? Would I still be enough? Would I still be a value? Um, and the answer, of course, is yes. I I could tell my son that without flinching in that moment, and it took me way too many years to realize I had never told that to myself, and way too many years realizing that I carried this little girl, impressing everybody, especially my parents, into my adult life, still trying to impress my dad, still trying to win him over, still trying to win his affection, and my mothers, too. And when I got that record deal with SubHop, all the posters went up on the wall. and It, it was a big day, and I kept moving. Got to do more, Rosie. Got to do more. I gotta keep, got to keep, you know, because I loved it. Loved when he noticed me. I'm not blaming my dad. He, he didn't know that I was coming to these false conclusions that I was coming to or coming up with as a kid. You know, these, these ways I was trying I came up with these false conclusions of like when I do this, it makes him really proud, and I loved making him proud. And uh, I didn't—I I wanted to beat my son at coming up with those false conclusions as quickly as I could. Does that make sense, Shoop? Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to beat him there, beat him to it before he came up with some false conclusion, just like me as a kid, thinking when I do this, my parents are really proud of me. They really love me. They really see me. And I, I, I just. I wanted to make sure he knew he doesn't have to do anything to impress us, but be him, and do what he wants to do, right? And I, I just, I, I, yeah, I, I, I just wish someone had told me that when I was a kid.
1: Right, because it's all, it's all uh, assumptions and yeah, and like
0: chi- kid and child, kid assumptions. Child deductions. Yes, right? yes.
1: It wasn't because. You talked about it, and he, and he didn't get it, or whatever. It's meaning your dad.
0: Yeah, because um, you know what, I I did actually talk with him about that. Uh, uh you know, a year ago. L- yeah, years later. <laughs> <laughs> years later, and you know what he said to me? You know, I said, "Dad, I've I've been carrying this around here for a long time." Would you have been bummed had I never chosen to play music for a living? Or to, you know, to, um, to do all these big things and travel the world and, you know, all the bravery and the bravery and blah, blah, blah. And he said, would you have been bummed? And, and uh, my gosh, Shoop. He was, <sighs> it, it made him sad. He just looked at me and said, is that what you thought? And I was like, kind of, and I'm so, so sorry you ever felt that way. I've always been proud of you just for who you are. I just wanted you to do what made you happy. And I was like, thanks, Dad. I really needed to hear that, you know? And so, see, i that's how we always felt, you know? I just came to some... False conclusions and I carry them from the time I was, gosh, eight or nine years old, who knows when it started, all the way into my adult life, man, you know. And I just know I, maybe I would have carried, um, I would have, um, carried a lot less pressure in my hands, on my shoulders. I would have, um, I would have. Uh, I wouldn't have got lost in doing it to impress others or for the wrong reasons. The ex- high expectations I was putting on myself—that if I do this, and make my dad happy. Or, um, you know, he was a musician. Maybe if I fulfill um, this dream, it'll be like fulfilling his too. That's a, no, no pressure. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure for a kid to, to carry, and and uh, that's never how he felt. That was never the pressure he meant to put on me, ever. You know. In fact, you know, he was really happy with his music career. Uh, fame was not what he was after. He was after just doing what he loved. Isn't that funny? And I. I made it into something bigger. Oh man, maybe, you know, when we came along and my dad had to play music just on the weekends instead of his full-time job, boy, maybe he's always been so heartbroken. Where could it have gone? Uh, You know, was he sad, like he didn't fulfill that dream? Um, And so I thought, well, I'll do it for him, you know? That's never how he felt. It's not even what he wanted. And, 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 um, it was wonderful to hear him say that to me. Uh, it was such instant relief, really, you know. Isn't it funny the things we'll do to try to make our parents proud? <laughs> Even in our adult life, you know? And I just wanted to make sure in that moment when Buster was calling at me from the back seat of the car, in that moment, I swear, I just knew in my heart that my son is asking me. He's. this is the moment, you know, where he's starting to put it, wonder, or put together the wrong pieces here that when I do big things I I, I'm a big deal you know when I do big things, you're going to be real proud of me right, so I have to keep doing big things and it was like, I just saw it just went, you're already a big deal you don't have to do anything big to be a big deal you just already are a big deal
1: well, and by the the flip side of that, being like if I don't do this, is that disappointing? Right. Then I'm going
0: to disappoint you. Oh, man, you're right. That's a whole other word, right? Uh, that we can worry about and do so many things for the wrong reasons out of fear of disappointing everyone else. It's like we'll, we'll disappoint everybody else. We don't want to disappoint everybody else, but we'll disappoint ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is not the message I want to give my children. I want them to do, I don't want them to ever have to worry about (laughs) carrying the weight of disappointing us, making us proud, just to know that there's so much evidence that they are loved, um, that they are impressive, that they are just seen and and admired and all their worth already, it, 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 it existed the moment they were born. And there's nothing they could do, you know, that would ever make it, uh, what am I trying to say, larger. It's just already there. Mm -hmm. And then we just, we just want to, we'll just be proud of them no matter what road they choose or what corner they turn, applauding them the entire way, cheering them on, whatever that calling is for them. That they don't owe us anything, right? That it's... It's free. True, unconditional. Unconditional love, yes. There it is. And, uh, boy, does every parent want to make sure their kids know that they are loved. Literally without conditions, right? Unconditionally. It's uh, something for us to really spot... Shout out! Don't wait for them to come to the wrong conclusions, kid conclusions, right? And have them carry it all the way into their adult life. Mm-hmm. Beat them to it. Look for it. Look for the opportunities to 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 correct it. Wonder what they, you know, what they're coming up with, and 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 just go for it. In case they're coming up with some false thing and they keep it, they keep it inside.
1: Yeah.
0: Bring it out. You know. Bring it out. Um, so that they can live to be them, their true selves, their full selves. Yeah. Right. You know,
1: that's the hard part with all that of like, okay, you know, you want to, as a parent, you want to have, have the answers for your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, but this kind of thing is like, um, okay, they're asking me this, but. What are you really asking me?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Seeing through that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a
1: different.
0: Uh, of, a, it's a, a different, different pair of glasses you got to put on for that stuff, but just look for it, you know? I think there's a lot of mom. Oh, Oh, well, that's my dad. He's saying, <laughs> I see you. I'm just proud of you for who you are. <laughs> The Lullabies for Parents podcast is brought to you by Lullabies for Parents, volume one by Rosie Thomas. Boy, that's convenient. Songs of, yes, reassurance and comfort, encouragement and understanding for parents. Boy, what a great idea. We need that. Look, I'm very proud of these songs and I know you'll like them too. Lots of fun guest singers too. Sufjan, The Shins, Iron and Wine, Alexi Murdoch, Audrey Assad, Charity from the Head and the Heart, Kane Ian from the Lone Bello, William Fitzsimmons, Don Landis, Denison Whitmer, Josh Autumn, Lena Ash, Keshawna Armstrong, Lo Jennings, Kevin Brace, and my boys. And by listeners like you. Okay, more specifically, listeners like the ones who have joined the Patreon. Wait, Rosie, you have a Patreon? Yes, yes I do. Best way to support this whole project, the podcast, the music, and more is to join the Patreon. Join us at patreon.com slash Rosie Thomas. It was awesome, but we got to have that conversation in I wish we had had it when I was a kid. I wish sometimes when he put those posters on the wall, he had said what I probably would do to my children. Hey, look at me, I'd say, look at me. See these posters I'm putting up? They're awesome. They're impressive, they're cool. But guess what? I I don't need these posters for you to be impressive to me. You already are. I just want you to do what you love and I'm gonna fit whatever that is and I will help steer you in that direction. You do not need to impress me ever, ever, ever. You never have to worry about letting me down. Don't let yourself down. What are the things that you love? Let's figure that out. I just want you to be happy, and I will. I will carry that for you. I'll help steer you in that direction. I'll take you down that path. Your pop, your dad, your your dad and I will, wherever that is. But it doesn't have to look like mine. Doesn't have to be as big as mine. Because none of what we do is bigger, any bigger than anybody else's. It's just our lot to carry, really, isn't it? It's just what we, it's just we carry what, what it was given to us to carry. It's all big. And I wish I had known that. It was such a relief to, to have that conversation with my dad. I'm so glad that I did in my lifetime and in his but man, I I would have loved to have had that sooner. I, I wonder how different my life would have looked. I, I think I still would have gone after music. I still would have done these things because they're just in me to do. But I think I would have done them with so much less anxiety, with so much less pressure, with so much at more, so much at stake. You know, it was so, so much more um, for me than for someone else, carrying all that weight, uh, all that pressure. I, I couldn't maintain that anymore, and it all came crashing down, which at the time was, was humbling and, and awful and sad, but now it's the best thing that ever happened to me because as I rebuilt, I let it all go before Buster was born, and, and then as I rebuilt it, it was, now has all come back to me, which I didn't know if it would. Now that the inspiration came back... <clears throat> I, I don't carry the same weight for it. I just all I want to do is help other people. All I want to do is encourage others. I don't need the applause anymore. I already know I know my worth now. Oh, more than ever. It's awesome. I hope that for everybody. I really do. Is is I hope I can somehow find a way to encourage that in in um in others. It is a painful place to carry the weight of other people's expectations and on top of your own. And, you know, it's even suckier to carry expectations that were really never even real. <laughs> that sucks, you know? I carry them all those years, thinking mm-hmm. if I let this go, my dad would be so bummed. He'd be so... I, I, I thought I was making his life happier by filling in blanks for him, by by being impressive to him. But that's my daughter. She's my daughter, got the record deal. That's my daughter, By going further than... Maybe he did with his career, but trying to make up for areas that he uh, maybe felt um, sad about. The truth is, he did not. It's a charming story. I love telling it, and it's in it. Where was I? Mean, it's awesome. How was that story inspired? Because of my my child, my son, inspired that, and he, without realizing it, helped um, mend something in me. Uh, It's awesome. He helped close the door on something in my life. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. And he doesn't even know it. Totally innocent to that. It was a huge thing that I carried, huge burden I carried, and gave me the bravery to to bring it up with my own father, to have him give it closure as well. Because when you're a little kid, you come to some weird conclusions. If an adult doesn't step in and say, oh, brother, are you, wait a minute, did you think that you're winning my affection by doing this a B or C oh no 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 I, you don't you don't you don't need to impress me I'm already impressed you know like so I, I don't know what the title would be but it's somehow just kids come to create we have to you know we just have to maybe be cautious that our children might come to certain conclusions that aren't true if we don't notice and try to fill in the blanks that they may fill in all in yeah, their own be- and then hold on this is a crazy part Carrie. Starting at the age of five, seven, if I hadn't maybe changed that, right, for Buster, he could carry like I did into their adult life. You know, it doesn't just stay there. We carry it in. I wish my parents had noticed that, wondered that, just in case. Hey, Rosie, just in case you're thinking this, let me go ahead and just tell you now. Your worth does not lie in what you do. It is not about doing. It's about who you are. Mm -hmm. My dad did say that after a show once. You were there in the car, and it was awesome. I wrote it in my journal. I said, you know what I loved about the show tonight? I was like, you know, again, this is the time I was thinking, oh, you know, my song, my voice, uh, being impressive and being brave. And and he just said, I love who you are. Remember that? Mm -hmm. It's be all choked up. It's a wonderful moment. In his p t cruiser
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: driving back from Grand Rapids, Michigan, I'll never forget it. stuff I want I longed to hear and things I probably wanted to hear, you know mm-hmm. him say the not that he didn't say those because he always told me how proud he was of me, he still does all the time, but I thought that meant something else, yeah, and he meant it all those years, just about who I was. You know he meant well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i i I misinterpreted it. Let's be careful of making sure our children don't misinterpret our wh- why we love them. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know that's that's it. That's all I got for now. Do you have anything else? That's all I got for now. Do you have anything else, Rosie? Nope, that's all I got for now. <laughs> just checking.
1: What about you,
0: Tiny Psycho Rosie? <laughs> oh let me ask the let me ask the little psycho Rosie. Nah, she's good. She's been tended to. Help me! <laughs> i am just she's hungry. Me hungry.
1: <laughs> when is it enough?
0: Now, this is enough. <laughs> This episode's enough. That's enough. I just wow. That's a look inside me. That's enough, That's enough for me. See ya. I wouldn't want to be ya because I want you to be you. themselves and to know that they are loved unconditionally whatever path they choose or you know road they turn whatever route they go big or small and we got to clean up our false belief systems so that we can live out our our fuller fullest life this is a bit of a sad was it i mean i got a little teary there but it's a bit it's a it's touchy. It's a, a touch. It's a t- heart toucher <laughs> for me, <laughs> in so, so many ways.